How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Me out of... <laughs> Greetings and technicians, everybody. Welcome in today for the 80th episode of the Podmons Podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-hosts, Luke. Gotta, gotta stay on your toes. Gotta be staying on your toes. I just love how you just did that mid-sentence. You're like, boom! <laughs> I was like, yeah! Surprise! Lights are on! Luke and Harith. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 14 of Star Wars Rebels, a.k.a. Legends of the Lasat. We're going to be diving into more of Zeb's history and his species, and a little bit more ancient callus. So, uh, Luke, Harith, we ready to go? I got Elsa Verification, yeah! <laughs> what in the fuck? I'm. We will unpack that later. <laughs> The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. We are back. All what right. In the fu- Wait, hold on. Are we just going to glaze over what Herod just said? Because yep. that made zero fucking I said Elzar Vindication. He was just yelling something, so we'll just roll with it. Uh, but we, had, we do have one guest today, and uh, I'm... Of all the guests, I'm glad that he is the one that's on today to talk about Zeb Aurelius. Let's bring in our good friend, our our good old DM of our uh, Clone Wars game that's going to be coming soon, and one of our close friends, St. Pat of Starfleet, or St. Pat's Separatist no, Rebel. No, no, no. Who gives a shit? We don't care about the Separatist It, it changes. We do. we do. We do. We actually do care. No, we don't. What's going on, Pat? I mean, I wasn't going to do this out of respect for Zeb, but oh, one... oh yeah, that's his, that's his uh, DM, that's his DM uh, hat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Is it like the a first, separatist officer hat? First, yeah, yeah. I made it myself. The first, uh, um, the first episode should be out probably. I don't want to give myself a timetable. It'll probably be sometime before celebration, I would say. Mm-hmm. We'll just see how what the so expect that in the near future. Yep, near future. We 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 have a a Clone Wars one shot that is in the works. So to be determined. Yeah, how? Yeah, yeah, not one shot at this point. It's like yeah, it's it's four shot. It's a cam. It's a campaign. But yeah, um, Pat, where can the good people follow you? You guys can follow me at TikTok at Saint Pat underscore Separatist Rebel, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Saint Pat underscore of the Stars. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Harris, go ahead and splurge about your whole little uh, Elzar Man thing. Do you want to get into that? Oh, yeah. Mainly, it's just uh, in an interview on the Last of Us podcast, Gabriel Luna talked about how he, if he could play any Star Wars character, who would he play? He said Ezra Bridger at first, but he's like, well, obviously, he's been casted. He said, I want to be another Star Wars character. And they said, who? He said, someone from the higher public. He said, I'm not going to say. And then they like pressured him into more, and he's like, fine, I want to play Elzar Man. And then the podcast clip ended. So he wants to play live action Elzar. Uh, I think it could be a good option. I, he he looks the part. By the way, Last of Us pretty good. 
pretty damn I good. Show. I know we're a Star Wars podcast, but Last of Us. Like, what are we? What are we all thinking about Last of Us? Real quick, we'll do a little rundown. I haven't seen it yet, so. Uh... What? R L. Common Char L. Fucking. Hmm. I prefer Cow L. Whatever. You're not Superman. Shut up. Uh, Pat, your thoughts um... on Last of Us? I'm not a zombie uh, genre person, but I loved this first episode. I've never played the game, but I neither this, have I. This got me really hyped in, into the fandom. Luke, oh, yeah. you don't know how surprised I was on the Twitter space when you said I've never played the game. I thought you did because you're a no. PlayStation exclusive guy. No, never, never have I watched. Uh, never have I played that game. Um, how many episodes are in, are they going to do? Eight, nine, because nine. they it was supposed to be ten, okay. but they combined the first two episodes to make one. Oh, okay. Interesting. So they made it instead of two episodes, two like forty minute episodes. They just made it one eighty-five minute episode. Interesting. No, I'm glad okay. they did. Honestly, okay. Here's a question: If you had, if you were on a, if you were, if you were in a zombie apocalypse, and you had to pick a squad of three, including so two other people and yourself. From the Star Wars universe, who would you choose and why? Also, we haven't. There's not really a whole lot of like Star Wars zombie shit, really. Oh, there except, is. For, except for Legends with the yeah. Death Troopers and the Geonosis zombies. Oh, in the yeah, second yeah, yeah, Battle yeah, Geonosis. Okay, never mind, I forgot about that. But that's that's about it. Like, there's no other like real big zombie genre in Star Wars, which I think could be done well. If the story is right, by the way. I mean, we already kind of seen it in Clone Wars, but okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if they did, ended up doing, like, a Death Trooper or something like that. All right, like, like a full-on like, like full apocalypse. Like, no, yeah, like a full-on, like, a planet is, like, let's say, like, the Blue Shadow virus, but, like, make it, like, an airborne virus that turns people into zombies. I think that would be kind of cool. I'm but, thinking. I got. I got. I got to think about this one. Definitely. I mean, if you're not picking at least one Jedi, I think that's foolish. Oh no, I'm picking a Jedi. I'm just trying to pick like, like with zombie apocalypse, you got to have like certain people for certain roles. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you watch The Walking Dead, okay. the leader, there's always the guy that shoots things. There's the bonehead. That you got. Well, you got to. Yeah, like strategies in there as well. You got to get people like a good strategy. You got to get like got to get multiple things going on this. You can't just uh-huh. pick. That's why it's hard to pick just three because I got like I got like specific roles for specific people. Okay, so how many do you want? Five. Uh, I'll go five. Okay, five. Oh, I have two. Okay. Well, no. Okay. No, let's say for as a medic. She's kind of slow though. You need somebody to be fast, Pat. But I. I, I... I, I, she has medical and scientific experience. I feel like that would, in the long run, that would help, um, thing. And then I think her slowness is counteracted by the next person's brutality. I want Maul or Vader, because if if I'm going to, if we're going apocalypse, I'm going to want full survival tactics. I and someone who can just give us as much as time and as much power as possible. Hmm. trying to think well i mean i can say mine right now I, I i honestly just need three characters i need a diplomat i need a warrior i need a leader diplomat i need padme 
warrior. Why I, a diplomat? Like, what is that going to do when it's not? Because like, if we go and like meet with other people, we need someone that you need someone that can negotiate. Uh, like, like, oh, like, 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 like Negan or the governor in The Walking Dead. If someone comes on your property and like tries to take over, you need someone to kind of. Yeah, them. instead of being hostile, you know, we want to welcome ourselves with open arms, and if need be, you kill we them. can present ourselves as friendly people. Because if Padme is running with our warrior, which is Boba Fett, and our leader is Obi Wan Kenobi, having Obi Wan and Obi Wan as the negotiator, you know, won't go too far in a zombie apocalypse. But with Padme, she knows how to be rational, reasonable, and helpful. That's fair. I'll give you that. I already got my. I already got my crew. Okay, go. So you got Obi Wan as the leader, Padme same as Char diplomat. Thrawn is your strategy person. Then you got uh, Cobb Vanth as also, you can also be that potential leader, but also can be a fighter. Cobb and then definitely be a, I could see someone in the zombie apocalypse. And then obviously Rex as well. As, that'd be my five. You're making it through the apocalypse of those five. Oh, man. Now that you got me thinking of Diplomat. Um, I'd say Satine for the Diplomatic. Oh, how did I not think of that person? Fuck Damn it. Um, oh, Wrecker. That is a good one. God damn it. When she, when she said <laughs> Saw, I was like, why did I not think of Saw? Yeah. Saw would be like your Morgan, like, like yeah. clear type person. Yeah. But, but, but isn't Saw good. slow? I'm defending are, are, Pat here. I'm defending Pat here. But isn't Saw slow? That's fair. Because um, you say you could, you, you said he it wasn't a good idea to pick Nala Say because she's slow, but Saw. You know. Uh, but Saw, Saw's got bionic legs. Saw's efficient. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Alanis. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Saw's <laughs> fucking everybody up. He Saw is like Saw is not your Rick leader. Saw is your Joel leader. He will yeah. fuck anyone up that gets in if his way. If it's like Rogue One saw, it would be different. But if it's like yeah. Fallen Order saw, then mm, give me all of that. Or even, or even Andor saw. Mm. Andor saw doesn't have the thing yet. Yeah, but Fallen Order one is even farther away from that too. So, and he's the one that's flying on AT-ATs. So, so I I gotta add. To... We... Oh, of course you do. Oh, you want you want you want bowling ball. Oh, Sabe would be Sabe good. as a leader. I, I'll take the diplomat position. Sabe is the leader. Oh, okay. Vader as the muscle. Now says as. Are the, you just doing that because of the new Vader comic? No, but I picked Vader first, so I got. That's that's an interesting play. There. I, I, I yeah. had to I had to pick someone who can control or at least tame Vader. I just admit, I just okay. thought of this. The entire Naboo. Royalty, like handguards and everything, would be elite in a zombie apocalypse too. That's fair. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, well, and so would the, so would the five hundred first. Oh yeah, those those both are surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, the thing with Satine though is that she's a pacifist, so uh, I would be very curious on how she. Yeah, would, like, but then I'd get her, and like, then her but then community. but then I would also have. Obi-Wan who would reason with her like you have to kill these people or argue like, with not her. people they're not they're I mean, not I people like, anymore I I feel like your 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 party would be more uh bickering than 
doing it's, anything. <laughs> it's like it's like season two Walking Dead. You got you got Satine as your Herschel, and then you got Shane as your Obi Wan. Except that would be very interesting because they're in love with each other. Uh, Kenny yeah. said, um, "Rex is the leader, Five is an Echo, or the fighters. Tech is technical, and then <laughs> Hunter is the the survivor skills." Hmm. Ah, interesting little. So bad you have no badge. problem going outside the uh, the walls of your own uh, uh, bunker and uh, being completely fine with those five. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Which, by the way, bad bad reaction to episode three. Go check it out on the channel now. Yes, yes. Or, so uh, episode to four. Episode sorry. four. Faster, yeah, poor faster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Pat, we're gonna get into the episode. Um, already explain in two sentences or less this episode, okay? A 45 year old man in a strange family comes to visit his current family. (laughs) That's good, (laughs) that's pretty good. That is really good, actually. Uh, Harris? Weirdo Uncle is back, and they want to go visit the the other person's cousin's house. Okay. <laughs> Not as clever, but it was good. Hey, uh, they all can't be bangers, okay? <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's true. Uh, Char? What's that? Two sentences or less? Explain this, the, the episode. I would say, um... Angry purple man gets confused by seeing other purple people uh, and then uh, reconciles with the fact that he is with purple people. All right. Well, we're going to... Yeah. I'm sorry. When you, when you said purple people... I was uh, thinking Thanos. I, I, you know, I, I, no. I, I, I was thinking this like... He thought they were like pink elephants, Star Wars versions of pink elephants. <laughs> you know That's what I think of when, You know what I think of when I think of pink elephants? I think of the Winnie the Pooh episode where it's all like he's having like hallucinate. It's like he's on LSD. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, that is not a cool trip for Winnie yeah, the Pooh. The the motto of this episode is essentially Zeb is the chosen one. Of his people, apparently, yeah. And then Ben says, "Purples <laughs> unite." <laughs> oh, by the way, um, actually, before we get into the episode, Pat, I know you're a big Power Rangers fan, and I've been Huge. seeing stuff on on Twitter. Um, what exactly is happening? Okay, so this year is the 30th anniversary since Power Rangers aired in 1993, the first one, My Morphin. The original Mighty Morphin, all the way back in the 90s. And so, Power Rangers usually do, like, a special episode during the current season. But mm-hmm. for this year, they're doing, oh, they're partnered with Netflix to do a huge single, separate filming special. And it's bringing back Billy, uh, David Yost as Billy, the original Blue Angel. Um, oh. Uh, Willie, uh, the, the actor played, um... Zach, the original Black Ranger, um, and they also bring in back Aisha, who replaced uh, Ty Young as the Yellow Ranger, and Adam, who replaced Zach as the Black Ranger, and um, they're bringing back uh, Kat, who replaced uh, Kimberly as the Pink Ranger, along with they're introducing a new character, who is 
Trini's daughter since the original actress Thai Young died in a car accident back in 2001. Oh. And so this is like a huge, huge special and it's it's looking amazing and then of course there's a whole new um, ser- uh, th- series 30 coming out that's uh, completely American made and that's for the first time because um, Sentai is um, ending or ended already so they don't have the footage to draw from it from Japan anymore. So, question. May- might be a dumb question. Um, are, 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 so are the Power Rangers like originally from Japan? Okay, so Power Rangers is based off of Japan, um, Japanese show called Super Sentai, which means Super Task, task Force. They're basically, and that's based off of the Japanese version of Spider Man, which is based off the American version. Yep, I, I always bring that up. People don't realize that Power Rangers came from the Japanese Spider Man show, which is why they have helmets. Yep, because Spider Man had a mask. Like that's that okay, all right. So then, are are they doing? So are they doing like the whole ensemble, like every single team of the Power Rangers? So that they did that back um in Mega Force because the Sentai Force did that. But as far as we know, um, the special is just the original team, um, except for uh the actress who played Kimberly and the act uh, the original Pink Ranger and the actor who played um Jason Scott, the original um Red Ranger. Interesting. Because um, JDF died this uh, last year, so the original six green, the Green Ranger. We, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing that. And so he, um, though in the set footage there is a Green Ranger, so maybe they he filmed some stuff before it happened, or I don't know what's going on, or the flashbacks. I don't know. Um. So, so are you are you like do you keep up with it though? Oh yeah, I, I've I've. Lo- I've watched all the way up to the the twenty ninth series, and I um, I collect uh, the the collector like oh okay so I mean here's interesting Alpha. interesting <laughs> and of well, course like any true nerd I've created my own Power Rangers team which I have a project in the work that I may that may bring the Ranger team to life in some form that's awesome. Can't wait to see that. Um, yeah, I just I I know you love Power Rangers, and I was seeing it all over Twitter. Uh, oh this yeah, last, this yeah. Last Pat and JJ were having a major crossover. On yeah, Twitter. I know. I didn't know JJ was into it. <laughs> I didn't either. It was like they like made my like I was like studying for my test, and so I was like really low. And then all of a sudden, JJ says like she loves Power Rangers, and I'm like it was it was great. No, well I'm glad that's happening for you, man. Uh, but, uh, back to the star- realm of Star Wars, uh, we're gonna get into the story of Legends of Lasat. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, you know, you just got to you got to you got to shake things up, you know what I mean? Uh Chase Power Ranger community is so good. Is it better than the Star Wars community? Oh no, no, yeah. Every, everything's better than the Star Wars community. Uh, <laughs> I think they're all on par with each other. We all we all got your levels of assholes. Nah, Star Wars is mid. Talk about Power Rangers more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real question, real it's, question it's, though. It's wait, wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. So, when do we get a podcast of Chase and Pat talking Power Rangers? When? <laughs> when? Hey, if he wants to, uh, I can message him later about the project I'm working on. You should. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, I know what your project is. I, I know, know what it is. Now, I, I, yeah, you should. Actually, you should. That's actually a really good idea. And those in Power One's Discord, there, I created a, a, a fandom chat for Power Rangers in the fandom chat section. Yeah. Go check out if you're not in the Discord. Go join that. It's a whole bunch of fun. It's not just Star Wars. It's Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, some anime, um, and uh, some more awesome fan stuff. So, but today we are going to talk about the 14th episode of season two, uh, Legends of Lasat. So it starts off with Ezra getting a communication from our good old buddy Hondo Naka. Hondo! Uh, Hondo! Uh, Ezra, uh, my friend! Yeah, Ezra, my friend! Um, oh, God. And, and every single time I see Hondo, the way he is in Rebels, I'm just like, you're an old grandpa now. Well, we love so, our old grandpa. You used to be so you used to be so hip, and now you're just gonna break your hip, you old bastard. Well, well, if he if we if he's old during Rebels, how old is he during the sequel trilogy? That's well, the real question. Apparently, apparently, wherever midlife crisis is going, he found that by the time he gets to about two. Exactly. Old. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Don't uh, <laughs> nothing wrong. Um. Question though. I'm pretty sure this is what gets him thrown in jail that they end up saving him in season three from, right? Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Which, you, I mean, you get like Edgelord Ezra in season three. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah, yeah. We'll get I'm to not, that when we get to it. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to uh, Edgelord Ezra. Um, but I am looking forward to the next couple of weeks of, of episodes. You, you lied to me! I'm, I'm so, so proud! proud. I've never ever student learned this fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how oh, Hondo is so proud of like betrayal. It's so good. <laughs> no, yeah, he did this in Clone Wars too. Yeah, it's so great. Hondo is awesome, and it's so funny. I completely forgot that that the voice actor for Hondo is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Jim yeah, Cummings. Cummings. Yeah, I was like, damn, he could he could go from Hondo to. You're rumbling in my tumbling. But, but, but in I season love, three, you know what? And, and think about it, in season three, Hondo gets a pig psychic. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I didn't think about that. Wow. Man, mind's blowing. Like, honestly, Winnie the Pooh 
is by far one of the best animated characters. Oh yeah. I Speaking, love Winnie the Pooh. Also, since this is Winnie the Pooh, I always have to bring this up. Uh, Winnie the Pooh horror movie coming out this year. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Real question is, what does better, that or Cocaine Bear? That. Oh. No. No. Cocaine Bear is going to, like, destroy the box. I, you know what I'm excited to see in that movie? Eeyore. I don't know why. <laughs> Eeyore has me Eeyore's excited. already depressed. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna kill you now. Wait, what, Pat? What'd you say? The new scream that's coming out, Eeyore. Given. Oh, Jesus! Eeyore has ghost face. No, can you just imagine Eeyore trying to kill somebody? All right, stop moving. I'm going to the box office for that movie in China. We're doing really well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, there goes all of our China viewers out the window. We are Pod Once has now been banned in China. Great, uh, uh, awesome. <laughs> How are we supposed to make money now, Char? Huh? <laughs> anyway, um, wait. <laughs> <laughs> So, Hondo uh, calls Ezra, tells him that he has some passengers that the rebels uh, would be interested in in transporting, and come to find out, it's more Lasat. Uh, we were led to believe that all the Lasat were were killed uh, when Agent Callus uh, and the Empire rolled into Lasan, um, and uh, the rebels crew ends up saving them. Uh, they have this moment where, <laughs> Jesus, um, <laughs> I mean that's true for two of us. Uh, excuse me. Wow, my goodness, we are having... West Coast, West Coast. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be don't... an East Coaster, so that doesn't sit well. What you just said, but anyway, um, uh, man, that got me off track. This is good. Really Let's get Luke off track more. Derail the train. Um. <laughs> Uh, I mean, basically, this is this is Zeb's episode. Like, oh yeah. Um, he hasn't really had his solo episodes like the other characters have uh, over the last two seasons. Um, but um, this episode is is one that helps him grow as a person. Um, I do only have one question, so this is probably going to be a like a shorter episode, just so everybody in the chat knows. I mean, we can we can chill for a little bit after and hang out. And I mean, like we got some Power Rangers talk and Winnie the Pooh talk, so we got we got some we got some like interesting. Hey, man, you never think would come. I tell you what, it's gonna be wild. Um, it's almost like the They Fly Now episode we did. Plug. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the episode, uh, Zeb is weary of the prophecy of the fool, the warrior, and the child. When Zeb embra- embraces it, he is able to accomplish the impossible. Uh, do you think this event strengthen- strengthens his resolve in the cause for uh, of the rebellion? Totally. I think Zeb was in the bottom of um, even with the rebels crew. He he was in the bottom of the barrel, like emotionally and inwardly, and I think the whole thing with his um 
the hypocrisy is that it's not just con- like, hey, I'm uh, the, my pe- my people survived. Is that it's reconnecting him with his culture, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll touch on that in a second. <laughs> and, uh, and um, so it's reconnecting him with with the culture that he may have just pushed away and stuff. Because he's obviously very aware who um the wise woman is. He's very aware of, of the stories of Larisan and, and all that. And so the way the whole rebel and Padawan training arc is is reconnecting Kanan for to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. This ep- this episode is reconnecting um, Zeb to his to his culture. And I think that really gives him a determination and a foot forward on where he wants to go now. No, oh, yeah, I absolutely agree with you because I mean, think about it. Um, he literally thinks he's the only Lasat alive, and by the end of the episode, he actually goes to the place that his people are from. So I feel like that's just like an injection into the arm of like, hey, this is what I'm fighting for. I can't like I'm not just only fighting for only my for I, I, I'm not only fighting for myself. I'm not only fighting for the rebel crew, but I'm also fighting for my my people, my planet. I want them to be safe away from the Empire. And the only way we can do that is by destroying the Empire. Um, uh, and kind of funny that uh, Chase brought up Callus. Um <laughs> Uh, the uh, I can't ever remember her name. The lady, the wise woman. Yes, the wise woman. Uh, she her says name is, uh, Chava the wise. Chava the wise. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh said uh something about the warrior. <laughs> yeah, of course, babe. You heard it, Callus. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got you covered. Um, uh, yeah. Uh huh. Anything. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, uh, it's so interesting because she does mention that he has to save a warrior. It's funny because if you look at it after their encounter, uh, with each other on that ice planet, and a couple oh, they of do. Callus breaks his leg straight up. Yeah, he saves the warrior, and he also, um, like that's I, I that's foreshadowing to Callus and. And um, and Zeb's relationship that they have moving forward. So as much as as Chase was joking, that it, they start to form a bond here, and not even not even knowing it, they form the bond. So I find that interesting, as if they didn't have enough enemies to lovers in that fire. Yeah. And I also think like saves the warriors that not only does he literally save him on the planet, but spoilers for the end of the um, show, but when he takes him to Larisan, he kind of saves him emotionally yeah. mentally, too. They're kind of in the same spot, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, Ka- like Callus, is at- Callus has this regret of, of, of what he thinks he's him wiping out the entire Larisan, like, the entire species. And, he- and that weighs on him. It never really, he never really feels like very good about it, even though, even when he's in the Empire. Because let me tell you, I get told this at least once a month from Alanis when she goes on those tie, like not tirades, but I just, I sit there and I just listen to her. I cannot wait for us to get to season three so we can hear these on pod ones. And uh, she, like, 
she she's done more deep dives on any like she's done more deep dives on Callus than she's done on any other Star Wars character. And it's crazy. But like he really that's like one thing, even though he was so hell bent when he was with the Empire. Now, now he's just like uh, he's kind of we're getting to that point where he's kind of in like the persuasion mode. You know what I mean? I mean, even in this episode, he says, um, turn around, retreat, I will watch them die, which is kind of heavy. <laughs> and I just, I do like, I like this episode a lot, actually. It was hard to write questions for, but it, it was it was a fun one. Uh, Harith Char? Well, I think uh, it didn't really fuel his fire to fight the Empire. I think he always wanted to take revenge against the Empire. Um, I think him meeting up with his species again because he was under the impression that they were all gone, it just rekindled his emotions better with knowing that he, he's not the only one left. So I think uh, it wasn't a matter of having more animosity and uh, drive to defeat the Empire. It was more he can you know live with himself knowing that there's more of his people that are still alive. Yeah. Eric? I mean, again, going back to like Zeb and Callus, I think it's just they're both very similar how they handle their trauma by just shoving it down and just hoping it kind of just for the most part just kind of goes away. Yeah. But again, they have to kind of just come to themselves, admit that what happened happened. So the interesting part of like Callus being like, no, pull pull away, like because again, they're they're trying to break through the unknown regions, but they cannot, and they're just like, no, I don't want to like watch you guys go through this just for my satisfaction. I you guys pull away, I'll watch this. Just it's like. Again, it's just like it's, it's like that interesting like layer of onions that you didn't expect from Callus that just opens his arc up for later this season and into season three and four. Yeah, no doubt. But that's it for my section, Char. Let's dive into the lore of today's episode. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. And we are here for the lore of today's episode, Legends of the Lasat. All right, so today's lore is about prophecies. Hey, look at that. Uh, in this episode, the plot of it revolves around Zeb reconnecting with his people and the quest for Lirasan, a safe haven for the Lasat people. In Star Wars, prophecies are a major part of the narrative. In ancient Force lore, it was prophesized that two separate beings will bond together to create a force dyad. The Chosen One prophecy, of course, one of the major ones, foresaw a being that is born from the Force to destroy the Sith. There is also ones where she will be born from darkness, or she who will be born from darkness shall give birth to darkness. Master and Apprentice has entered the chat. Yes. Yes, about the... And then the, the, the Kyber Crystal prophecy from Master and Apprentice as well. The Kyber that's um, not Kyber. Yes. And, um, not a Kyber, you would say? Yeah, some may say that. Exactly. I think. Uh, I think. I think that's how her. That is her. That's, that's exactly. That, that was the joke. That was the joke. Yep. Yep. Yeah, literally, not a Kyber is one of the prophecies that are that's in ancient Jedi lore. But the prophecy from this episode was the Lasat discovering Ashla, and I want to ask you guys if you could make one Star Wars prophecy, what would it be? Think long and hard about this one. 
and Chase don't get long and hard out of context. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Got a little not a Kyber lore there too. Mm-hmm. Lore on top of the lore. Yeah, yeah, shout out not a Kyber for uh not being a Kyber. So Okay, if, so can you so, re can you re ask the question again? So if you could create one Star Wars prophecy, what would it be? Yeah, I'll give you guys two minutes. Well, let's say say in the this. chat too. Chat. Answer yeah, that question too. Chat, that that might would, help me get some ideas. Yeah, chat. If you would want to make one Star Wars prophecy, whether it be about a Jedi, whether it be about a, uh, a, a specific species, um, an event that could you know be uh, foreseen in the future, what would it be about? What would it, what would it do for the galaxy? Interesting. I already got one. I got one. All right. Okay, Pat, go, go ahead. Nice. Okay, so I know a lot of. They've always, it's always been, this always been explained in like uh, tons of legends comments, but I would love one of the very first forest prophecies ever recorded would be about the formation of the Sith and the, and, and the split of the Jedi and the Sith. Because mm. uh, those, the two are eternally. Well, like, um, it, like it prophesies the hundred year darkness? Yeah, and that, because the two, are, the Jedi and the Sith are eternally. Um, um, opposites, and so mm-hmm. I would I would love one of the very first recorded um, prophecies. That, that actually would be cool because I mean, in you know back then, like the Jedi and Sith were like close; they didn't really have any hate toward each other. But since the Hundred Year Darkness, where a rogue Jedi came up was like, "Hey, we have to you know uh, drive from the dark side and use it to our advantage." That's how you become a true Force user. That's what that would be cool if it was like. And- there will be a day where a shift in the force will come. And then that could also play into Quinlan's arc and dark disciple of like, I have to like try to master the dark side and like use it against Dooku. And that obviously slaps him in the face and fails. Jasmine prophecy, a uh, sister shall take an outsider. The end. Jesus Christ, Kenny. I swear he is all rock hard for that book. I, I, I love, I love how you said rock hard. I had a completely different definition, but that works too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, n- enough use of hard. Okay. <laughs> I, I had to warn. I had, I had to warn Chase about the usage of it. Now, uh, Harith is using the wrong wrong use of it. I also also I would like one of the prophecies we get already, but from a perspective of a different culture. Like what? Well, like we seen culture? that we. Ah, uh, like, I can't say it. I have to hold my tongue. Maybe the, hasn't read it. Um, what's the oh, uh, right. what's the what's the cult force culture that hates the Jedi in the Clone Wars? Oh, you mean the 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 Mason Jar Jar Hark? Those people? Yeah. yeah, maybe they have a version of the Chosen One or of um from uh she who um was born from darkness gives birth you, to darkness. Pat, you can't, you can't you can't you can't yell at me. Pat, you can't yell at me. You cannot yell at me because I didn't do it. What? <laughs> You're going to really love the phase two of the High Republic and the Ascendancy trilogy. That's all I'm saying. Because you get that a couple times. Yeah. Um, I would have something that uh, the prophecy uh, of 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. I think it would explain the sequel trilogy so much, so much more if they, if they're, I mean, they didn't necessarily need a prophecy, but like from, from, from the looms of dark, from the wombs of darkness comes the light that shines that will defeat all evil. Because if you think about it, it's literally the chosen one prophecy. Well, you well, no, not really. In a way, Luke, I think you literally took what I was thinking. No, no. Okay, let me explain it. From the depths of darkness, Mm -hmm. darkness meaning Palpatine, comes the light, which is Rey, that destroys evil, which she ends up doing. Oh, you had a different route. I had a different idea. Oh, here, here, let's hear it. I don't have the exact prophecy written out, but I would call it something like the prophecies of broken to myth. It would be all about Luke's arc in in The Last Jedi of like, from a man broken of exile like many Jedi in the past, through new hope he finds, creates a legend that will inspire the new generation to fight back against the opposing darkness that's coming. Something around those Interesting. lines. Interesting. You know who's great at prophecies? Tolkien's good at making prophecies. Like the whole, like in uh, From the Shadows, the, uh, the, 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 the blade that was broken, like the king shall, shall ride. Oh, I love that one. Oh, for Qui Gon, knowledge is not the answer. Knowledge is not the answer. It is oh, yeah. the weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, I am, I like Dooku and Qui Gon. I am obsessed with the Force prophecies. That we How many here. actual Force prophecies do we know? I think there's what five. 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 The no, one, there's at least five. The Chosen One prophecy. The not a Kyber. Not a Kyber pri- prophecy. The um the the force dyad the dyad yeah the dyad the, the force dyad and secrets of the Sith um what's what's the other two the other um, two in Master and Apprentice are very like very up to interpretation one of them I always thought was Leia yeah Leia and Ben Leia and Ben because she uh she who who is born from darkness shall give birth to darkness oh yeah that does fit Leia. Well, um, could you also could that also be interpreted as Shmi? That's what I love about the Master and Apprentice prophecies. You could like spend hours thinking about different ways we'll they could fit different characters because we don't mm-hmm. know much about her. Like her, see, that's a book. That's a oh, book yo. of a character that we should get. I, 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 I need a Shmi. get a Shmi Skywalker. Let's get let's when get I more... actually. 
when I was in high school, I wrote a short story about Shmi Skywalker. Oh, okay. really? You, yeah. you, 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 you need I, to bring this back, man. I, I wrote like a 30 page book about Shmi Skywalker, about like how when she was sold to Watto, when like her her life with the Lars family, when she got plates for C3PO, um, the times where she was captured by the Tuscans and ended up returning because they kept on doing it. It was more than one time. Uh, and it was like a bunch of different things. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I just really wanted more lore about Shmi other than just I, being so Anakin's I. mom. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that I would be fascinated to know. Well, I feel like EK kind of, not obviously to the level we want, no. did a really good job of like dropping like ideas of like what Shmi was doing before Phantom Menace, like helping out Tatooine. Yeah, I, I really want to see Shmi again. I really loved Pernilla August in the prequels. No, I, I truly think that if we're going to do before, I like if we're going to do new stories, do it on characters that we don't have much about, but she's she's so fucking important to the entire Skywalker saga. Without her, we have none of it. Nothing, none, none of it. So, I mean, I think, and plus, we have to know where she's from. It, are there Are there more Skywalkers out there? Like you know, like there's gotta be. Well, right? well, yeah. I mean, is her name is her name actually Shmi Skywalker? Did or she is it? Is it deprived? Or is it a Han, or is it a Han Solo uh, situation? She didn't have a last name. She didn't have a last name, or did she? Did I don't know because the Chiss Skywalkers? Did she know? Did she deprive from one of them? Uh, let's not get thrown into this now. No. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, there's a no, no. There's a similarity there, and there's a similarity there. Where the hell she get it? Thrawn can be connected to everything. No, Thrawn does not need to be connected to everything. So it's a common name in Star Wars. Well, I mean, you gotta get it from. Well, I mean, you have to think about this though. Like, I mean, if you, if you want to connect it to real life, but like back then, like in like the 1800s with with slavery, when you owned a slave, you would have the last name of the owner have the the slave would have the become or would claim the last name of the owner. So was Watto a Skywalker? <laughs> no, but she was sold to to. Watto. Oh, Watto from After- Card. No, 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 no. That's not correct because they Watto bet on a pod race for her for but, Shmi and Anakin from Anakin was already born by the time Watto got them. Yeah, with, because yeah. they were under Gardula the Hut. She owned them. Yeah, when they when he was a baby, and Watto won. Yeah, Watto won, won them from, from pod from, racing. From pod racing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I have no idea where her last name is derived from or See, where it I arose. Find that so interesting. Like we, I, because I want okay. more of her story. Like an, like an ancient history of like not like ancient history, but like the history of the Skywalker name. Yeah, because I feel like yeah. I feel like from that point forward all the way up to Ray, I feel like that would be a good story to have. I, I what feel like we... I feel like Ray or Luke would have looked into it at some point. You because because think about it though, because I mean, if we find out that she, like the Skywalker name was just like. It's super common. It was. It wasn't like a a birthright name. It was given to her. The first Skywalker. That then, ties all Rick, the way back. That would yeah. be. It does. I would, I, I, I would love that for a race story where she takes. She's like, you know, I'm gonna make sure I'm cement. Post, Leia. like, like post, post, like post, post Yeah. I'm gonna cement Luke and Leia's and the Sky and Skywalker's legacy. I'm gonna so I'm gonna find out all these answers they don't know, and she finds out at the end that the name Skywalker was. And it was given to Shmi. Time yeah, out. it's full circle. Time out, time out. Crazy, Shmi, crazy, crazy it, thought it here. Wasn't, it, she wasn't born a Skywalker. Shmi wasn't. 
but then also Ray wasn't. Great, crazy, know, crazy thought, crazy thought here. This timeline book, if it's like a narrative one, it's just Ray going through the entire, just going through the backlog of things. Oh, that would be fun. She's looking through canon facts. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that, that would make sense because, again, remember, because she gets the ancient Jedi text from yeah. Luke. And so yeah, she's exactly. going yeah. through Luke's journal because Luke was probably doing the same thing, too. Because remember, because he's finding stuff in the High Republic in the Star Wars 2020 comics. And, just... and he has yeah. the the, the yeah. Holocron of Yoda. So he's like he has all these links back. Remember, because the Secrets of the Jedi book is also based on Luke looking through yeah. the Jedi history. So yeah. Ray would use his history of the Clone Wars and then build on top of it to go back to the High Republic and then the ancient Jedis. The timeline uses three sources. Uh, uh, the, the ancient Jedi text, latest files, and the Land of Krellerian Chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I speaking on that timeline book, like, that is going to be our best friend. Oh, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great because then we can use that as a category in, tri- in trivia. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. We also can end arguments because we had a lot of discussions on Hot Ones being like, where does X event happen in yeah, Y exactly. timeline? Thank you. Books, <laughs> Thank you, timeline. Time and, uh, yeah, you know. It comes out the sixth. It'll, it'll come out the day before celebration. So we'll all in the UK. It. it comes out early in the UK and then comes out. A little bit later in the month for the U.S. and Canada. I mean, some of us will get our hands on it before everybody else. Yeah, but 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 not to get sidetracked. Back onto the the prophecy thing. Yeah. So, do you do you guys have anything else to add to your prophecies, or do you want to list another one that you could that could potentially? No, no, I like mine. I think mine okay. would be interesting if that because then it because then you don't have that because like everybody thinks about the chosen one prophecy, and they want to put it on Ray, which. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I. It's I, I don't know how I feel because I, think, I feel like the prophecy was already fulfilled when Anakin did it. Well, I forget what, what episode of the podcast you said it on, but you said something around the lines which I agree with. It's like every trilogy technically has a quote unquote chosen one. Yeah, they, it does. It, it does. I just feel like the sequel trilogy could have could have used a. I mean, they didn't really have a chosen one in the original trilogy. So yeah, but that was but that was the prequels thing. The prequels yeah. thing was the prophecy. The originals and the sequels didn't need that. They had their yeah. own separate courses on as to how uh, they were going to orchestrate their main character. Yeah, that's fair. They so, wanted yeah. Anakin to be like the the holy one. They wanted Luke to be the the new hope, or like it's like the chosen one and the new hope are kind of like synonymous in some respects, except it's not like a prophecy yeah. to be a new hope. Oh yeah. Uh, but Ray is the next generation that restores hope back to the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Would, you can call her the quote unquote last hope. Ooh, Ooh I like that. Until we uh, find out what happens the, or, in 10, 11, and 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which will probably be the grisk if I, if they were smart. Yeah. Would be smart. Don't use the Yusan Vong. Those fuckers. No, no. Keep them in Legends. Throw them all the way over there. Yeah, yeah just keep the way the fuck over there. Get away. We do not plan on touching the NJO. We'll be fine. I just like the Vong so much. I don't think we'll be touching the NJO. I don't think we're going to be going outside of wild space. I like I like my split splitting of the Sith and the Jedi one because yeah because we we because pa- Palpatine is gone the Sith aren't gone we know the Sith aren't gone there's their no. influence and, and, and their artifacts are too much in the universe we could make the argument Bane did technically make his own Sith prophecy with the Rule of Two which turned into the Force Dyad because Palpatine was trying to manipulate that into becoming the Force Dyad so we technically do have one. 
Because, oh, because the Force died because he tried to play against Shredder, create one with Palpatine, like he says in Secret of the Sith. Palpatine tried to create one with Anakin. That didn't work. And then he, then Ray and Ben were the natural dyad, but he tried to force it. But they already, they already were the dyad at that point. Yeah. And he tried to create one again with Ray, and it just failed. Yep. So before we move on to Harrod's segment, I just want to list what my prophecy is, and All I right. feel like it may get touched on I in Mandalorian to... season three. I, I have swear no to idea, God, but I, swear I feel to God like there is a prophecy of the Mandalorians rising to power again. I will piggyback on that. I think Din is like obviously it's called the Mandalorian. I think he is the leader of Mandalore. I think he's I think he, well, he, 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 he well well no, but no, but here's how it will happen. I think he I think he th- take I think he turns on the armor. I think he repents when he's repenting, he has to take on a mythosaur. And then he rides a mythosaur and then he becomes the um, oh my god! I mean, I doubt that there's mythosaurs on Mandalore, uh, especially with what happens on the planet. But um, I think that if he does end up riding a mythosaur in this season, yeah. that would be the most bizarre thing I've ever well, seen. We technically do have a Mandalorian prophecy if you think about it, because of Tarvisla with the dark saber, and like how they view him as like this mythical man that was the first person to kind of be the first Jedi Mandalorian, and how just spit in the entire Jedi war. Yeah, I'm not talking about like a Mandalorian Jedi. I'm talking about the Mandalorians rising again after all the destruction they've suffered. Mm-hmm. Again, I just thought that it was interesting though because the way they treat him is like myth as a prophecy to begin with. So I thought that was just. I think that. I think the Mythosaur is coming back, bro. That'd be cool. I, shit. I think there's gotta be at least one Mythosaur that I comes across, and I because I it feels like the Mythosaur is too. It's it's so connected to Mandalorian ideology and and um faith, right? That to not show some, even if it's just bones or something like that, we've got to see a Mesothor. Yeah, yeah. No, Again, no. I, yeah. also I could imagine it being an arc for Din because in the first season he got injured by the Mesothor and Grogu basically had to save him. So, like, I think that's an interesting thing to have. That be to get Din's arc of like becoming Mandalore is finally overcoming that challenge. Yeah. No doubt. Yes, but anywho, we move on to Harith's segment, the interconnectedness. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Speaking of prophecies and force lore, let's talk about the force and how the Lasats view it. So in this episode, we got a little glimpse into the Lasat culture. How do you think this depiction is different than the other versions of the Force we've seen in Star Wars media? I.e., how the uh, the Ascendancy views the Force as the Skywalkers, how uh, the people in the Mason Jar Jar arc view it. We've seen it in, in the Phase 2 of the High Republic with the Path of the Open Hand and how they reject the Force and any use of it. Again, there's we, countless examples, just like I'm doing my inner char of like going through all of them. And now this one in The Legends of the Lasat. It's interesting because it's very much, obviously, uh, the Force itself and the prophecy of the Force is, like, looked at completely, like, different from other other ideologies and other other religions and stuff like that. It's very much like our own religion base, like, what we have in our world, right? Like, there's, there's different beliefs in how, in one god or many gods and stuff like that. 
And I find it so interesting that we have that concept with the Force because and, not everybody looks at it the same. Right, and then you have the, the amazing book, which is The Legends of Myth of Luke Skywalker, which also dives more into that, like, different yeah. cultures, different beliefs of the Force. Like, some, like obviously, I think there was one about, like, them seeing, like, I forget what it's like. Something, it's, it's not, obviously, obviously, we've seen the Force's water analogy before, but it, like, it dives more into that, and it was, like, they call it, like, the wave and, like, that kind of stuff. One of my favorite things about the um those is that they call it the force of the spirit of the galaxy. So it's not just an energy field, but they um uh gives it like a sentient sentientness, which the force always seems to have like a semi sentientness sentientness. Oh, okay, I'm not saying the word correctly, but you guys know what I mean. Oh yeah, sentient yeah. being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I find that especially with the way it directs people throughout the galaxy, and then so the Lasat like recognizing that within their religion I think is a really great view. Right. Also, thank you, Chaka, for the save. It, it's the tide, not the wave. I don't know why I thought wave, but here we are. Yeah, and I mean, with what Pat's saying about the um, about the uh, the sentient being, like, I mean, the kyber crystal is essentially a living being. And like it, it, it's able to communicate with you. It's able to connect with you, and it's able to like bond with you. It's it's yeah, and it's even people that are not open to the force can bond with the crystal because we see it later on in season three of Rebels with the dark saber with Sabine. Yeah, and yeah, then and I mean, like the way that um, different religions view the force, it's it's interesting because I mean, if you think about the Mandalorians, they they have a history about a Mandalorian Jedi. But the Mandalorians now have a very, uh, very uh, misconstrued uh, idea of the Force. They always see the Jedi as the beings of negativity because of the history of those two factions. And, you know, different species. I'm trying to think of like a certain um, uh, group of people that had a very heavy re religious belief surrounding a, uh, a Force related thing. Um, uh, phase two of the literally the high republic path of deceit's right there yeah path, uh, path the, hand, the open hand. hand yeah um because the way they view the force they always thought the jedi were uh, abusing the force and using it to their will um well it wasn't just jedi it was just force force users in general so jedi sith mm -hmm. and, and i mean it, yeah and also the guardians of the wills like yeah. I mean, obviously you have uh, Jeddah right now in Phase Two, which is the center of all different religions of the Force. I mm -hmm. love, I love Battle of Jeddah. I love how they expanded Jeddah not to just be a Jedi city, but just a Force city. And yeah, it's like... yeah, it's just like a pilgrimage for most Force users because it is like the center of of the known galaxy for the Force. It seems like it's just like the gathering of just being able to come and talk about the Force and how. How differing views of the force can all coexist because they can, just yeah. like oh, yeah. in the real world, a lot of these things can coexist if you let them. But yeah, Any sounds like facts, yeah. Time for That's some. Actually, that was a really good question, Harith. Yeah, time for some facts. Oh, it is time for some facts. Let's roll <laughs> it. Three interesting facts about a certain rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 18, Legends of the Lasad Edition. Fact 1, the origin of Ashla. Chava refers to her belief in the Ashla. In George Lucas's early story treatments for the original Star Wars, the dark and light aspects of the Force were given proper names, the Bogan and the Ashla. In fact, Ahsoka's early name during the development of the Clone Wars was Ashla. 
Fact two, a connection to an earlier episode. The trading outpost in this episode is Nixus Hub 218, located on the same world as the hub seen in the episode Brothers of the Broken Horn. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Fact three, the Empire's sinister acts. In the script, Gron would clarify why the Lasat are hunted by the Empire. Quote unquote, we are living evidence of their crime on Lasan. To hide the legacy of their evil, they would wipe our kind from the galaxy forever. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the legends of the Lasat. Damn. That's tough. Fantastic that, facts, Charm. That, that is tough. Thank you. Thank you. Magnificent. Now let's get on to the ranking of this episode. Yeah. Pull it up. The ranking. Pull that bitch up. So, yeah, All right. For those of you uh, who are new, bad is uh, uh, ensign. Uh, okay is lieutenant. Good is captain. Great is admiral. And chef's kiss is grand admiral. Uh, Pat, since you are a guest, uh, what do you rank this episode? I flip flop between Admiral and Grand Admiral, de- de- depending on just how the episode's hitting me and what I've watched. But I've just after rewatching it, I'm gonna have to put a Grand Admiral just because the it, story wise, but also visually, this episode just really delivers, especially with that final jump to Larison and the way that the music and the story and everything just culminates there i mean as per usual kiner's a win no kiner's always a win like kevin kiner's work is it's just a major made, w. it made star wars animation way better way better like i could i could casually listen to kevin kiner if i wanted to that's like that's how good he amplified rebels um Resistance. Wait, no, did he do Resistance? I don't think he did Resistance. Yeah, okay. he, he did. Rebels, Clone Wars, Bad Batch. Every single one of those shows, he made it way better. And if you watch the recent episode of the Bad Batch, that's one of the main examples as to how much of an impact Kevin Kiner has on animated Star Wars. Also petition to have him do Ahsoka. I mean, he's done live action with Peacemaker. Come on. I, uh... So, did what did everybody say? Pat so, said um, Grand Admiral. Grand Admiral. Admiral. Um, I say Admiral. Admiral. I'm going to go Admiral. And then you see in the chat, uh, Kenny said Captain. Uh, and then Joe said Admiral. Subject I'll say change. Admiral. 
I'll say Admiral. Admiral, because I, I, I think this is a good episode for Zeb. The character development of Zeb Aurelius is by far one of my favorite things. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I would also give it an Admiral, too, because I've said this multiple times throughout our, our rewatch of this uh, this show. Every single episode has a spotlight on a specific character of the Ghost Crew. Yeah. And obviously, by the title and how the episode goes, it's Zeb. Last week's was uh, Sabine I mean, with, you know, tangling with, with uh, the Mandalore, um, the Mandalorian culture with Fen Rao. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I love Rebels so much is that it gives every single character a purpose. And I'm yeah. happy even that Chopper, even Chopper has a big, a big role in the group. I'm I'm also happy that now Bad Batch is also starting to take that quality with season two of like each yeah, episode is. focuses on a member because when ensembles do that, I think that's when they succeed the most in shows because like while I love Clone Wars, I and the four episode arc structure, I wish we would get more individual type episodes like these where it just focuses on one person because like yeah. this my favorite type of series, yeah, type of favorite storytelling. That's that's what makes it so right good too because each character they don't have the same exact story structure as you know when they. They come on for their oh, yeah. their specific uh, episode. They yeah. all they each go through different trials and tribulations, like Ezra with his parents and Sabine with her family, or like her entire like like her brother and her mother. Uh, you have Zeb with his species and getting over the fact that his his whole entire race was exterminated from the Empire. Canon uh, with Order sixty six and Order sixty six, uh, and then you have uh, Hera with right um. Ryloth and her brother. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, they each have their own problems. They're different, but they each handle it in a different way. Which I mean, the last week's episode, protect, uh, protector of Concord Dawn. I mean, Kanan and Sabine. You know, they found common ground. They found a way to like handle the same situation. Yeah. Um, but they each have their own different personalities, but they're together, and that's what I love about Rebels. No, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um. So we're we're the official admiral, 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 grand admiral. So I'd say I'd say admiral, admiral, and also an admiral. Yeah, and also uh, Ven said admiral as well. So we'll go with admiral. Yeah, we'll go with admiral. Um. Before we get out of here, couple of announcements. Uh. Um. If you are looking to go to Star Wars Celebration. This let year. us know. Well, not only let us know, we have we have a opportunity uh through our good friend DePaul from Conspiracy Cantina. He is doing a giveaway for a couple four day passes to Star Wars Celebration. Uh this does not include flight and board, but it does it does cover the cost of the event. You get into the event for four days. Yeah. Uh, so if you live in London or you have the finances to go, you just don't have tickets, go to the link in his bio, follow him on TikTok, go subscribe to Conspiracy Cantina, fill out your information and be put in for the lottery. Also, I wanted to add this as well for speaking of celebration. Uh, someone said this in the server recently because someone actually reached out to celebration themselves and emailed them to ask about this. Light is coming back officially. They just haven't put it on the website yet. They're on their Twitter page, but they did tell them just stay tuned to the website. We'll update it eventually. So if you did not, if you missed the first run, because that first run was crazy. Those tickets went out in like an yeah. hour. It was, it was a lot quicker than Anaheim. 
yeah, a lot you, quicker than A9. If you miss that opportunity, watch this. Watch this site. Watch their Twitter. They'll probably tweet like, "Hey, go through light," because there's like I already know people that are not going to go be able to go that are giving away their tickets. So they're gonna you're gonna have an official means to get your passes. So don't overlook that. Also, don't overlook the price. It looks expensive, but Anaheim was just almost as expensive in a lot of yeah. cases. Actually, I got three announcements. So that uh, officially, Blue Obi Wan is happening at Celebration. So that's happening. Yeah, so check out um, Luke's cosplay. That will be. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to showcase it before you go to. No, oh, when I get it, it should ship in four to five weeks. I should have it in. Yeah, so four to five weeks. So March time, look for a, a Luke cosplay out there. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Obi Wan cosplay from Luke. If only if I, I was going, I could do my Qui Gon. Oh, we could have been Poncho <laughs> Brothers. I know. Damn it. <laughs> no, but it looks really, really good. I really, uh, I don't, I don't need the boots because the boots that I wore last time were like almost goddamn perfect. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the announcements. And then tomorrow night, uh, seven thirty Eastern Standard Time, uh, us three, um, uh, Master Allen, uh, Star Wars Chris, Lawyer. Star Wars lawyer, uh, JJ, uh, Tia. Um and Josh Mason Windu, uh, and whoever wants to join, uh, we're gonna be filling filling through people. We are gonna be talking about a discussion about whether Order sixty six is overdone or not. Uh, because we it all started from a tw- Twitter conversation, uh, over on Twitter, and I feel like this could be a good opportunity to have a conversation about Order sixty six. And if it's being overused or not, and all this and that. So, join us on here tomorrow night, seven thirty EST. Um, we will also be streaming on Chris's Twitch. Um, so uh, you can find us there. So tomorrow night, seven thirty is Order sixty six overused. It's going to be an amazing conversation. You guys won't won't want to miss it. Um, so our audio folks, uh, that will be a bonus episode for when it comes out. Um, so go check us out there. Um, but yeah, uh, Pat, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? You guys can follow me on TikTok at St. Pat underscore Slippers Rebel and then over on Twitter at St. Pat underscore of stars. Harith. You find me at Harith Productions on TikTok and Instagram, Harith underscore edits on Twitter, Harith on Hive. And you can find me here, of course, on Pod Ones for any reactions or podcast type of stuff. George RJ, where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at charcharj, as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones Podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Next week, I'm going to load it up in about two seconds. Let me see if we can find the uh, title of next week's episode. It is called uh, The Call. It's called The Call. It's the Purgles episode. <laughs> so, yeah, the Purgle like episode. Yes. The The... the the most important episode. And what do you mean? Are you saying it Dark Chaco's chop liver these days? I thought he was saying chippier livier today. Like he's I like I'm more know happy. What the fuck he's talking about. I think he means you are chop. more than you are more you are more than welcome to join us on that up uh, on that conversation. Don't be taking shots, Chaco. We're not too cool for school. We we remember the OGs. But um we love you, Brandon. 
no. Okay, so here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. This conversation is not going to be hate filled. I cannot stress this enough. This is just us talking about the situation. And and if it does get to a point where it gets heated, it's just take the, a break. And the main this is the main thing for this conversation is to sit down and start talking about things as uh, it, 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 we we have to look to at it. Yes, yes, we're talking about it without the Twitter fingers. We are yeah. talking face yes. to face and talking about how we feel about certain oh, situations. Also. Well, I'll, I'll make this clear. It's, it's anyone is clear to have their opinions on it, and like I'm open to any type of criticism in general in Star Wars. We just have to be professional about it and give it in a way that doesn't come off as very fanboyish and very like, like hateful. We have to just get a walk that line. I feel like no, no, no. no, no. Tomorrow's debate will have a very limited it's amount of vitriol. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, okay, okay, we're not hold there on, hold on. to have an hold angry on, debate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, a, it's it's not a debate. It's a discussion. No. That's kind of a debate. No, it's not a debate. It's a, it's it's a, a friendly and debate. A debate says that there's a winner. This is there just is fine. No winner. fine. It's a seminar. So, no, seminar. You idiot. Just no, we get in a circle like in high school style, sit around with our notes and be like, here's my opinion. Now you go. I, think, uh, no, I, think will, I assure all of you that plan on going tomorrow there will need, there will be no vitriol there's not going to no. be any hate about no, this we're just going to be stating not. our opinions what our thoughts oh, are oh, and yeah. what our stance is about the usage of order 66 within these past shows because we've seen it in the book of boba fett we saw it in mando season I, two well we're also we gonna saw get it and we're going to be seeing it in mando season three yeah and I, we've been seeing it a lot in clone wars bad batch Kenobi, yeah, you could go on and on. It's gonna be. It, I feel like this conversation is going to be more of: Is it time for us to move away from Order sixty six, or is, or it could be the conversation is: Are are they just using Order sixty six as a way of an emotional device, or is it case by case for certain characters and what uh, exactly are, and it's good or, or not? It's, this but also, you can make a case for certain fans. Again, it's it's again, it's all about being like having this platform because again, and it's having like... you know having an open conversation because I feel like a lot of us, I feel like, and this is gonna no, I'm gonna say it, I feel like a lot of the fan base is chronically online. I feel like yeah. most of the fan yeah. base is chronically online. That's we need to look at we need to look at Star Wars outside of realism. Let's let's take. Let's take the realistic a- aspects out of it and look at it from a story point. We're talking about a fictional galaxy that does not exist in the real life. Okay? And I feel like we need to get back to more of like enjoying the things that we are seeing on screen and and not taking it too seriously. And that's yeah, what I will say. You're not saying. supposed to be taking it seriously. You're supposed to just having no. a good time sitting and enjoying the characters that are that are being presented in front of you. The the world building, the yeah. um the story, the uh all of the events that take place. You're not supposed to take it as like a serious thing, but the way that the story is told, you can take it serious. And it's fun, but in a very um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Char, I think she's basically, she's basically saying what you are trying to say. 
if you like the Empire, cool. If you align with them, you're wrong. You're yeah. in the wrong. Uh, yeah, because there's a the thing, like, you know, with realism, it's not about, like, because if you align with a certain group, that doesn't make you a fan of them, you know? Because like, like be, I love like, Darth if you Vader say the and Empire Anakin Skywalker. Is right, then yeah, you're a, a bit off. It's like it's like the whole. I mean, like, we've talked about this a lot during House of the Dragons. Okay, do you align like whatever party you align with, or whatever characters you align with, or in Game of Thrones even too? It's like, okay, I like this fucked up person, but I don't like this fucked up person. Am I a fucked up person for liking this person? No, you can exactly. agree with you can like a character's. And just disagree with them as a person. Which and, one of the topics, and I won't be surprised if we talk about tomorrow, is the uh, the 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 reason why people like Anakin Skywalker. I'm sure. Oh, that'll be me and Master Allen will we'll have a com- me and Master Allen have a conversation about Anakin Skywalker at least. Or once people about being or people being sympathetic for Darth Vader. I'm sure that we'll be talking about that too. I just it, I I oh go ahead, Pat. Sorry. Oh no. It's just a, it's just a fun little fact that I just remembered. Um. Did you know Power Rangers takes place in Star Wars Galaxy? In Power so, Rangers, that was it from left oh, field. Yeah. Here comes St. Pat's ever this rebel boy. <laughs> I mean, it just it just popped in my head right now. I was just like, I was like, what? In in, in uh, the uh, the fourth um, series, they mentioned Dagobah. Do they Dagobah. really? Dagobah what? system, yeah. Power Rangers, Rangers in space. In the... It's canon. Oh fuck! That's awesome. We got it all down to full circle. Full circle. We were looking at the wrong things the whole time. Star Wars ring theory. New Republic. Uh... No, just take out new. Just pick Power Rangers for in the Star Wars universe. Power Rangers. Basically, well, okay, Pat, hold on here. The Temple Guard could technically be Power Rangers. Yeah. There you go. But Quizzy was no Power Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Um uh guys, this has been a blaster. Hello. What do we have here? Found you in the gutter where you belong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like he pulls out. You know how they do it in Power Rangers, like the like they do like the slow mo. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Instead of just walking up with a cape, he takes off the helmet. Hello. <laughs> I mean, I mean, by that logic, Kylo is a Power Ranger. I mean, it does make sense though, because in the original, in the original, one. in the original Power Rangers, there's a guy with a hologram. I mean, it's Zor- head of a hologram. <laughs> I mean, holograms are not specific for Star I mean, Wars. I mean, technically, you know? he's, he's trapped in a time warp, so he's a disembodied head. Okay, we're gonna have a, unpack that off one. <laughs> uh, figure this out yeah, later uh... on. There's, there's too much Power Rangers going on in this Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Hello, third sister. It's morphin' time. No, 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 no. Hello, third sister. Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I always I used to play with the Power Rangers toys, but Dude, I never Power really Rangers knew what they shit what they were. I was yeah, I was like two thousand four. I was like okay. for, for 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 being a Power Rangers Power Rangers through and through throughout his entire life. That's amazing, absolutely amazing. <laughs> but you can find us at the Pod Ones uh, on all social medias again tomorrow night. 7:30 EST, guys. Set your set your clocks. Whatever, you won't want to miss it. It's gonna be a fun, 
interesting. I think it's a I, it's a topic that we need to talk about in the fandom. Yeah, some of your favorite creators all coming in together to smash a very very. God, don't uh, make it heated into topic. A, it, it, a discussion sitting around the it's sitting a around about sitting a very around, heated topic sitting, when it comes it, to sitting, Star Wars. Sitting around the sitting around the table around the campfire. What do you think is 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 Order sixty six being like a very prominent use of a story and like not like a isn't like a, a huge focal point with like debates in the fandom? Apparently so, but we will get more into that. Tomorrow. tomorrow we will go See check out this podcast then yeah yeah absolutely uh 7 30 est tomorrow uh but that's gonna be it for this one for light and for life we are all the republic and may the force be with you may the power always. You. always oh god See we messed guys. that up life insurance what's your excuse for putting it off can't afford it too much hassle think your work coverage is enough there's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.